Good morning, good morning. When God woke me up this morning, I was like, it's time to get up. You know, let me get myself together. God was like, no, you can lie down a little longer today. I was like, hold up, you sure about that? God said, yes, I'm sure. I looked again, you sure? Yes, I'm sure. Lie back down a little longer. I was like, well, all right. <laughs> and here I am. Sleep so sweet, stress-free, worry-free, anger-free, unforgiving-free, free indeed from everything that you don't even have to have to be bound. Free from being bound. Free from being held down. Free from letting go. Free from wrongful thinking. Free from wrongful speaking. Wrongful doing. Even receiving the wrong. Free from it all. And your sleep is so sweet. Because you don't have a care. Many of us live in the supernatural only. And that's living by faith only. And some of us walk by faith, live by faith most of the time. And then still, you know, look at earth's realities of doing things. And still putting our hands in the way, especially when it comes to our future. And it seems right to do so, the earth way of doing it. You know you got to save up for this. You got to invest in that. That's not how God talks to us. That's not how God commune with us. Because God's thoughts are not even on that. It's not even on your well-being. It's not even on you. It's on everybody else around you. So if you're thinking about yourself, your future, your bills, your mortgage, your children, your expenses, then you're thinking wrong. And if words being told to you, advised to you about you, your future, your money, your investments, the thinking is wrong. Holy Spirit is very passionate and yet sharp. Holy Spirit is very loving, kind, patient, peaceful, generous, gentle, faithful, and self-control. And at the same time, sharp. I woke up from a sweet sleep to the sharpness of Holy Spirit inside of me. We are so over here we don't want to hear. Because we are too hungry to deny any help that we can use. Because we are that mature to know that we know right from wrong. And if you have a wrong thought in your mind, you know it's not from God. You know where that thought comes from. Satan. And if you open yourself up for Satan to use you to cause even yourself or someone else to fall, you agree to his plan concerning you and those who you love. Simple as that. Even if you gossip and enjoy doing it, let me call such and such up and show them this. Tell them this. How did you come up with that plot? It don't originate from you as a child of God. Here come the thought. Oh, let me call such and such. Because who told you to? Satan did. Won't you go call such and such and tell them what's going on? Yeah. Because that's not right. Yeah. Who are you communicating with? It's not yourself. It's Satan. And you're unaware. 
Don't you move right now. Won't you wait? It's not the time. Don't move. Don't talk. Be quiet. Don't go. Don't stand. Don't sit. Don't eat. Don't drink. Don't wear. And what did God say? It's just like we having our earthly parents afraid to let us go outside and play when we're kids because they're afraid of us getting hurt. And then we say, we got it, mom. We okay. We come back in. We feel okay. They see that we all right. We're not hurt. And they feel better let us go out the next time. That's how many of you are trying to protect others who you love. And God understand your level of love for those who you love to try to protect, to give them the best advice or the best word or the best motivation coming from you. But guess what? It cannot come from you. It has to come from him. And many people look up to us and they do exactly what we need them to do because they value us. But sometimes when someone even gives you an encouraging message, sometimes it just don't feel right in your belly. It sounds good, but it just don't feel good. And we walk around like that, uncomfortable, in a time of acceleration. When all you have to do is look within and say, Father, what do you say? The same choice you made. Not nobody for you. You made to walk with God. You have to continue to make decisions in your walk with God without somebody making decisions for you doing your walk with God. Because he's holding you accountable for what you do or do not do. What you say or do not say. Even how you think. Because what a man thinketh in his heart, that means you can think in your heart to determine who you are? Of course you can Any negative deed, misbehavior, it don't come from you. It don't come from your personality. It don't even come from your flesh. It come from Satan communing to your flesh to cause you to fall. So your spirit man would not overrule for you to prosper. I get advice all the time. But I say, Father, what do you say? Holy Spirit say, it's not the time to feel stuck. It's not the time to feel confused. It's the time to exceed and excel. Super exceed. Super excel. Do you understand? You cannot allow yourself to hold you back. If you feel uncomfortable right now, if you feel pressured right now, if you feel within your soul, within your spirit right now, that something is not right, go to God regarding it. Stop ignoring it. Because it's not healthy for your walk. And that's why God say, do not frustrate my grace. Some of us trying to work stuff out that God is just freely putting in your hand. Wasting time doing something that God only designed to happen that way. You're supposed to live free indeed. Without a care in the world. If you have a care... Go to God about that. Because there's no such thing as mostly free. Partial freedom. It's either you're free or you're not. And most of our concerns comes from us looking towards our future. 
There are many people who saved up and stored up and sacrificed their happiness, not doing anything to have doing joy in the earth, and went home prematurely this year due to a quote unquote coronavirus. And the money that you stored up for a great day to have for one day, you already in the kingdom. So in other words, you did not live here in the earth as it is in the kingdom. So what happens with the money now? It perish. It has no part in you. You have no part with it because you're in the kingdom. You understand? God say, now is the time. Now is the time. Now is the time. Anybody you connecting yourself to or connecting themselves to, detach. If it's not viable to your walk with God. Your past is your past. And in this season, our past seemed to try to grab a hold of us. To have us think we owe our past something. Because we think because of what we went through in the past, we are where we are. But you owe no man nothing. It wasn't your past that brought you this far. It was God bringing you from your past. Carrying you in your present to lead you into your future. Only him alone. For people to say, I did this for you. Never forget this. You soon to forget that. I gave you a place to stay. And you may feel like you owe them. And you value them because what they've done for you. But thank you. But guess what? You don't do off the work. It is God. You got to have that kind of attitude. You understand. You owe your past nothing. You owe no man nothing. You understand. You owe yourself nothing. But to love. But to love. But to love. In this season, the enemy will use people to even try to advise you positively. Because they care. And it's okay. But what do God say? Because the enemy can also be in the midst of that to cause you to stand still when God wants you to move forward in whatever direction he wants you to move. Some people will try to shut you up, sit you down, move you out the way. And guess what? If you have the attitude that you won't allow it, everything work out for your good. But if you allow it to stop you, you're going to be stopped because you just stopped yourself. No one can stop you but you. And no one can finish but you. And that goes for every single one of us. I had to go to God this morning. God went to me, he came to me, excuse me, last week and said, I want you to pray for your brothers from a distance. God never said that. I don't have to question God about anything. I know he knows what I don't even know. So thank you for giving me the heads up. And all of a sudden this morning, messages, emails. How you get my email? Google? Ask me all kinds of personal things outside of ministry. What? God said, don't say a word. And at one point in my life, I used to be pissed off when guys try to talk to me. Get away! And God said, don't do that. 
Be appreciative that they find interest in you to even want to be with you. You got to look at it from their point of view, even though they're not looking at it from my point of view. By having generous, generosity, excuse me, being generous, being kind, even through silence. Because a man, if you see a woman who loves God, love herself, value her life, take great care of her child, who wouldn't want to bring that home to mommy? Same for the women with the men. But God say they need to open up their ears to hear my voice and not their own. Continue to be silent. And they'll get the picture. They'll get the message. They'll get it. You understand? For some reason, the enemy try to send men my way to try to bribe me. That's why I thank God how he raised me. I grew up around society of people, women and men, who would do whatever for materials. Do whatever for money. I didn't care. I grew up with God. I only care about the eternal things. But I can enjoy the things that will perish. I look past all of that money, all of that whatever, and see you. That's all I care about with every single one of you. God say your heart is fixed. You have my passion for humanity. You love the hug. You love the greet. But God said to me, you be mindful. That's why I'm pulling you away. Because some of your brothers may take it wrong. And you don't see it that way. But they may do. They may. Even though you're not that way. Hallelujah. And they all tried to bribe me. Even put my son in it. What do your son want for Christmas? What do you want for Christmas? I have everything. Thank you. God will tell me to respectfully answer back. But when it comes to questions about me and inching to get to know... Don't answer back. Anytime somebody Google you to contact, then you already know. That's a major distraction. I had someone call me yesterday at 524. I'm so detailed, I'm especially with the time. 524 in the morning yesterday. They say, I'm just calling. I know you're in full-time ministry, but I got to get up early in the morning. So I'm like, you must be up because you don't really have nowhere to really go. What? God say, shh. Be passionate. Be kind. I say, I will, Father. I said, can you do me a favor, please? Can you allow me to call you back when I get up? I'll call you when I get up because I'm not up right now. I'm going back to sleep. Well, I, I mean, I just think that I got to get up. So, you know, you should be getting up too, you know. Who are you? 
They did the same thing this morning. I didn't answer my phone. Because you're not going to make me talk to you. You're not going to think that you're disturbing my sleep. Because you feel as though you have to get up. I'm not going to allow you to get the satisfaction that the enemy's trying to use you to gain. To cause me to fall. When I continue to prosper. And so will you. So for you to continue to prosper. I must deny what the enemy is trying to use you to do. Amongst me and those who are around you. Even you. You understand. God gave me a dream. It was a little baby girl. And it's not my girl. God always speak to me in a dream. Because he know. Let me know what is what's not. It was somebody else's girl. But they just left her there. An infant just was there. Like love. You could tell that she was loved. But she just was left there. No clothes. No diapers. No nothing. Looked very, you know, un- you know, neglected. And everybody was surrounding me looking to see what I was going to do about it. I said, well, I'll take her. I'll take her. So what I did was I cleaned her up. I played with her. I dressed her up. I put pretty bows in her hair. She got older. See, like, what age was she? Like, what, five? I had bows in her hair. I took her to the playground, played with her. She went from one way of living to the next way of living. Looked at very fancy, so happy. And I just took her on without a doubt in my mind. And I woke up and I didn't even ask God what was that about. Because if, you, if you're not paying attention, you can assume. But you must wait on the Lord to give you confirmation to what he's showing you. Because he wouldn't just give you nothing just because. No one just dreams just because. No one even go to sleep just because. No one thinks just because. No one even grieves just because. Not even blink just because. Every dream has a meaning. You're just not patient enough to hear it from God because you're even making your assumptions or you're disregarding it. Do that no longer from this day forward. Amen? So I waited on God to give me confirmation about it because if I wasn't careful enough, I would make up assumptions like, am I going to adopt a little girl? Because he said it wasn't, she wasn't mine. I didn't push her out. She just showed up. Am I going to adopt a child? Is somebody going to leave a child on my doorstep? What is this about? But I denied all of that by waiting on God. And two hours later, here come God about the dream. That little girl is you. It's you. You picked up your life the moment you include me in it. You clothe yourself with my majesty, with my faith. And that's how you are clothed with the fruits of the Spirit and with the gifts of the Spirit. So uniquely made and crafted. Because you have no limit to what I can do. You talk to me from a place where you exceed and excel. You go above and beyond with your faith towards me. I dressed you up. I clothed you. With my majesty. You are born for this. No one can stop you but you. And that goes for all of us. We are all gems. We are the gift. We're the gifts. I have people who, you know, came to me and, and 
cussed me out. You supposed to show up at my church. I had your name down. You didn't come. And at one point, I would just let that be. God said, no, because you represented me and I am faithful. You're faithful. You reached out. You are available. Your staff denied me due to whatever reason. That's why I didn't show up. I had no way to tell you. They told me not to come. And I was, I'm sorry, person, I feel as though, you know, that's snitching. God said, no, it's not. And if you're going to snitch anything, you're going to snitch the gospel. Because I am faithful. And if you take what he said as if you really operate that way, then he will have me to be that way. And I am not. I am faithful. I use you the way how I use you. And you are always on time, if not early, because I am early and on time for all things. I am never late. Even though many don't understand me, I am never late. Always early on time. And he said just like that, early on time. Not early or on time, early and early on time. I had to correct it. Three places I was invited. Three different states. Even I did a breathix. I did a prayer for a breathix for a women's, you know, gathering conference. And they wanted everybody to submit a picture. I submitted my picture. We're not going to go with that. Because I don't have a hat on my head. Because I don't have a long dress or a blazer. Because I have on purple lipstick to go with my purple cute shirt. Stop playing with me. You are not going to cause people not to receive a word from God because of your personal intimidation. I had to speak to a lot of the elderly. Because you are elderly does not mean that you are wise. It means that you're just experienced of being here for some time. Because you could be here all your time in the earth without even knowing God. And is that wise or not? Not. Many of the elderly are living sacrificial, still prejudging. And then we have the elderly who under the law of grace with the experience. How magnificent is that? That's a gold mine. If you have somebody in your life that's an elder and who under the grace of God, that experience that testimony with God's grace, that's a gold mine. Embrace that person close like never before. Honestly, I don't have no one in my, not naturally, no. It's either they have the age, it's just the age, it's no wisdom. You understand? Many people feel as though, I'm not going to listen to someone younger than me. It's not me you're listening to. It's God. God used whoever he wanted to use. He can use a, a baby to get, give you a word. And he do. All the time. You're just not listening. God's not going to make us listen. Holy Spirit said to me this morning, I got you. You just keep moving forward. You just keep moving forward. And whatever's not supposed to be or supposed to be, we got you. You just don't be moved. 
You don't get upset. You don't get frustrated because your walk is you. If it's something that you cannot help, we are your defense. We defend you. We are defender. You just don't be offended. Continue to move further. I get advice all the time, but I always end up saying, God, what do you say? Because all advice is not good advice. God would never tell me to stand still. God would never tell me to be quiet. God would never tell me to save up. God would never tell me. And I'm telling you something. If God says save up, that's not God saying save up. The way how you think he's saying save up. Do you understand? You understand? When God says make an investment, it's not the way you're thinking to make an investment. When God say plan, it's not the way that, you know, you're thinking the way to plan. You understand? When you're synchronized with God's way of what he's saying, it runs smoothly. You're not moved. You're not emotionally disturbed. You're not feeling like you're pressured. You're not feeling like you're being stopped. You're not feeling mixed emotions. If it's out of your control, God got it for you. Because there are people who think they know what's best for us because they love us. And that's okay. But I'm not going to be here to say anything how I feel about you. It must be nevertheless. Not my will, thy will. Father, what do you say? I dare somebody to call me two times in a row. I thought I said, let me call you, please. Not 524 in the morning twice. Like, I don't hear what you say. I got to get up, so you going to get up. I got to get up and go to work. You get to, you know, enjoy life. So do you. For anybody to call with that kind of attitude, that makes no heavenly sense. It makes perfect sense in the pit. Coming from Satan. When they say misery loves company, stay away. A lot of people not ready for you to be heard or seen and what God is doing in and through your life. You must know that right now and never forget that. You could be stopped because some people around you may not be ready to change. Because they set in their ways. They already know if you get up, if you open your mouth, if you go this place or do that thing. They feel like it's over for how they feel right now because they're comfortable but no one created to stay where they are so come up out that way of thinking you understand you have to be mature enough to say you know what God talking to me if it applies to you and make the necessary change so you can continue to move forward and further you understand you're never supposed to walk this earth with God feeling anything other than freedom. If there's something on your mind, if you have a care, it shouldn't be there. When he said, cast every care. If you care about your well-being, if you care about your expenses, if you care about your future, if you care about your planning, if you care about your desires, to the point it bothers you because you're trying to do something. 
or you're gaining information about it, regarding it, and it don't feel right within your belly, go to God about it. You understand? As simple as that, guys. It's a powerful night tonight. God, all, he, He's teaching me. I'm observing. Whenever my son leaves, he always touches us. But when he leaves, it's so much more power to come. He don't want my son to be like, you know, alarmed. Of what God's going to do tonight when he go. And he's going to also receive. But me as his leader, my God. His mother, my God. So much more, guys. You understand? Let me not eat while I'm talking to you guys. I do that with the other, you know. The other, the other episodes of God. You have a. Yeah, I get phone calls all the time. All the time. And even though whatever how a person may feel or what they may say, I'm going to speak from God and not from myself. I'm not even going to give you an attitude like, girl, or God, or what. No. Straight from God. Seriously. We cannot walk around intimidated by other people's anointing, other people's gifts, other people's looks, other people's money, marriages. You cannot be intimidated. Because it's God the one who doeth the work. That's not God to feel that way. I got denied from three churches, you know, recently because of intimidation. And they all went to their leaders and said, I chose not to come. Thank God for sending them back to me. I don't know how they found me, but they did. Thank you. Thank you. The devil would try to shut you up. You cannot let him know. You cannot be moved by likes or dislikes, comments, no comments, subscriptions, any of that. It's all about what do you say, how do you feel, and what do you think. You understand? Nobody, no man can take my life unless I lay it down. I had episodes when people wanted to. Been opened by, by Satan to do so. No harm, no time. I even had one bold enough to confess. But they did. And the others, God said, don't say nothing. That's how we love. By continuing to love. In the midst of hate. Because love covers all things. We cannot have the attitude to stop someone from prospering. Because you're afraid they're going to out-prosper you. We are all in this together. We all need each other. God sees every heart. He don't have to search as you think he's searching. When he search, that means when he look, he sees. It's already exposed before he even look. Because he can identify a different sound in you that is not of him. How he created every single one of us. Even when you're thinking wrong. You understand? This is for God to put in my spirit about Thanksgiving and Christmas. I've been mentioning it so much. I don't hear nobody else talking about it really. But I just feel so cheerful. Like these, these holidays, what they stand for, it's my entire life. Because I am thankful. 
Christ is the reason. That is my Thanksgiving. That is my Christmas. It's my lifestyle. I'm so thankful. All of that means I'm forever thankful. <laughs> Father, Father, let me tell you how amazing our relationship is. Sometimes I get, I get tongues twisted up sometimes. I do. And they correct me sometimes. It's like this. Okay. I say it right. God. <laughs> Especially when you have a, a tongue of diverse tongues. Oh God. People are sensitive when they come to their culture. And Holy Spirit lets you know what culture you're, you know, releasing a praise. And yesterday it was Jamaican. And I was like, I mean, not yesterday, the day before that. And the thing is, my voice got very low. And God said, because they pull way down deep within their soul and bring it up to bring forth their music. In other words, they really care about their music, their culture. They into it. They into it. I was like, oh, wow. Okay. Hallelujah. <laughs> Teach me about all the cultures and diverse tongues. And when I'm speaking in diverse tongues, I see a lot about the culture. Why I'm speaking. You understand? God will have people come to you and recognize and just give God glory because of what he's doing in your life. My grandmother came to the women's conference. My grandmother came to another church. She's a Jew. She's been my whole life. Been in church five days out of a week. And been doing that for about 40, 45 years, 50 years, <laughs> probably longer than that. <laughs> God. I, she still drives herself around, but she loved to be chauffeured. That's where I get it from. Oh God, Jesus. I would drive, let's not get into that. But she was like, what? Look at your clothes. Where do you get your clothes from? I see how God is moving in you. I see how you worship God. The whole time she was sitting there giving God praise, looking at her granddaughter. And she realized my granddaughter has been touched the entire time right under my nose. And I did not know it. But now I thank God that I'm here to witness it. No matter how old I am, I am still here in the earth as it is in the kingdom. He could have took her home a long time ago. She's pushing 90, still driving around. And look like she's about 70. Some even had 60. Her jeans are amazing. She said, I'm just looking at you. I'm just so amazed how you dance to God, how you praise God. How you, the clothes you're wearing, you dress so elegant. Everything you wear from the morning at night to every service, I don't see you. And you dress so elegant and it gets better every time. Where you get your clothes from? I say, honestly, God dressed me. He'll lead me to a store and just let me, you know, pick out things. And it's never expensive. No, it looks like it though, don't it? <laughs> I mean, some things can be, trust me. But a lot of things not. Like a lot of my, you know, dressed down clothes, I go to Rainbow, local stores. I'm not really a mall person because it's a lot of walking. I get drained from looking at all those stores, all those clothes. And then if I'm in the mall, they got a food court, I'm going to eat. 
And I'm not walking around at that eight. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Jeez, uh, some of these malls be huge. Like Tyson's Corner, huge. Potomac Mills, huge. You understand? But a lot of the clothes, you know, I tell her, God trust me. He'd tell me what to wear, what, the, what not to wear, how to wear. So you dress with so much class. Now, it doesn't mean I wouldn't wear a tube top or anything like that. But it depends on who I'm with and where I am. Because if God say to me, you're going, um, you're going to the beach, but such and such and their husband or their wife are going to be there. Okay, so let me wear this instead. I'm not the one to expose my body. Mm-mm. No. I'm not against anybody who choose to. Mm-mm. But I have respect for my sisters and I have respect for their husbands and their friends. As to the opposite sex. I'm not going to expose myself in front of them. Because I don't feel comfortable ever to do that. Even if it's swimwear, I'll choose this one. God said, great choice. Yeah. Now, if I'm with, you know, you know, just girls, you know, it still depends who else is going to be around. But if it's just us at a beach or something, yeah, of course. But I always have class on whatever I wear, whatever I do. You understand? It's a time and a place for everything. I have respect for every single one of you to respect myself in front of you. Seriously. It does not mean I'm not going to wear a teen top, but I'll be mindful what I wear around who I'm with. You understand? I just wanted to put that out there because it's very serious to say that because many people just do not care. And a lot of marriages get broken up that way. Or a lot of sisters or a lot of brothers feel insecure when they see someone come around that way. And the other person not even looking at it like that. They just enjoy being who they are. They just like to show their body. It had nothing to do with you or them. But because you feel insecure inside, you feel disrespected. So to eliminate all of that, I'm very mindful. You understand? I love you guys so much. I held you long enough. Remember, greater is he who's in us than he who's in the world. If it don't feel right in your belly to listen to, go to God about it. It does not mean that the person has wronged you or you're bad because you stood up for what is right. It just means that you have to make the best decisions for your life and not let people make them for you. Because God is before you. You understand? In other words, who can be against you? I have to stand up for myself all the time. People were telling me, don't go to this country. Don't go there. You're not going to come back. Don't go. And they send it out of love. But I must go to God. What do you say? God say go. God say no. God say yes. God say do. I'm doing what he say and not what nobody else has to say. And everyone knows that about me. And I thank God for that. You owe your past. You owe nobody nothing. And no matter what they ever done for you, said to you, or would do for you, you owe them nothing. And even if they think they did something, they did nothing. Because God was the one who was going to do it. You understand? Have the freedom to say, you know what? This is what God say, regardless of how somebody going to take it or how it's going to seem. 
Because that's what feels freedom. That, I mean, that's what feels right. Freedom. Hey, I feel better now. Because I was going to do this. I don't want to do that. It don't feel right, but I care about this person. I value them. I don't want them to think I don't value what they're saying. No, what do God say? Even though I value you, I value him most. And they love you. They're going to, you know, accept. They have no choice. Just like we out here proclaiming the gospel. Those who don't believe in Christ have no choice but to hear us. They don't want to. They have no choice. You understand. Greater is he who's in us than he's in the world. I love you.